The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Matt, I've got a question for you to kick off this uh, episode of Bread Club. All right. How much bread could a Bread Club bread if a Bread Club could club bread? God damn it, I forgot the bread! <laughs> I <laughs> forgot saved- the fucking bread! We're saving it for Wrestle Kingdom for the grandest event of the year. Definitely uh-huh. this time. We will remember the bread for Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Breaddom, <laughs> we'll name that episode. Kieran, right? I feel like I am down. It's got to be saved for something special, man. No, no, no. We said we're going to save it for Wrestle Kingdom. You don't think this is special? Every episode of Bread Club is special. Like, what we do here is pretty special? It is extremely special. That's my... How are you doing over there in jolly old England? I'm doing. I'm doing. Um, The weather is back to the UK self. You don't know how to dress. One minute it's cold, one minute it's hot. Um, because summer is officially over. I went to the football on Saturday and I was very overzealous in my attire um, and ended up sweating my balls off. Uh, but then suddenly there was a very nice chill. And yeah, it's back back to the, what you expect from jolly old England. I like that. Will you be checking out the American football when they come to England next week? No, I had no idea they were coming to back. To... I know they come to the UK now like every year, but I didn't realize they were coming back next week. I think it's next week. I could be wrong. I'm very disheveled. <laughs> I do have a Miami Dolphins jumper in my wardrobe, though, from when they first, like, first came. Like this, I'm talking like 10 years ago or something, they came over. My mate gave me a free ticket, and I was like, what the hell? And they had a really nice Dolphins jumper. So That's my team, Kieran. I, I had no idea. Um, I, knew, but I, 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 don't, I don't support them. I don't follow them. It was just a really fucking nice jumper. I'm going to tell you something that is going to mean nothing to you, <laughs> but there's people out there watching. If it, if it pops at least one viewer. The Dolphins hung 70 fucking points on the Broncos yesterday. 70. Oh, well, that sounds good. But also being hung, being hung can be both good and bad. Oh, they beat the dog piss out of them. It was fantastic. <laughs> oh, man. Um, it's been like, uh, it's, we're getting a bit repetitive here, Matt. Every time we come back for Bread Club, we're back again, and it seems like we're, we're it's just a cycle of Bread Club returns. Will Ospreay has done something incredible. Bread Club returns. Will Ospreay has done something incredible. Like it's just every week there's a new piece of Will Ospreay stuff to dive into. You got the Marafuji match and the Zotosuji match since the last time we spoke. He's calling out Danielson. He's going to be returning to Wrestle Dream. The year of Will Ospreay is just not slowing down. No, in other news, water is wet. Yeah, right. Oh my god, this year is unbelievable. This is just un. This is an all timer for any wrestler right here. What Will Ospreay is doing this year? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think. Um, I think the beauty of it is he's having all these. Every match he has, 
is a match of the year candidate and every match is different because he's wrestling different people and there's no slowing down for him. Right. He just, so he tweeted out after Kobe destruction Sunday, like the summer of Osprey has come to an end. Right. Okay. But the fall of Osprey, he's taking on Zack Sabre Jr. at Royal Quest. He's coming out for dream wrestler in a six man against Kota Ibushi and company. Um, I mean, the sky is the is the limit for this guy. Like, what is, what can he not do, Kieran? It is outrageous. Like, yeah, his summer, he put up the tweet, and it was like Omega, Okada, Jericho, Shingo, Suji, Marafuji. And it's across different continents. It's across different promotions. He's in a world of his own. Like, uh, you can say that Moxley's maybe the best AEW wrestler, or maybe Gunter's the best WWE wrestler. But the best wrestler in the year 2023 is Mr. William Ospreay. Hey, look, uh, there's going to be pe- there's people out there who maybe don't watch the product. They don't know. Seriously, take whatever, whatever. When you if you're one of those people that doesn't watch New Japan Pro Wrestling and you use your free time to like go on social media and just be angry about stuff and you're hey, somehow li- you're somehow listening to bread club as well yeah. even though you don't you don't watch new japan but you're here now, anyway. somehow you stumble upon this <laughs> part of the we're part of fightful fightful overbook maybe you uh ran into me at uh grand slam and you're like oh this guy's a maniac let me check out what he's doing table your anger and just watch a couple will osprey matches because he is on a fucking roll and not to be outdone is zach saber jr Man, These come... guys fight at the copper box, and you're gonna be there, Karen. Holy I'm... shit! I'm gonna be not only will I be there, I'm gonna be front row. I'm be fucking backstage. I know you. I won't you're be old... backstage. You're out be... on me. You're holding out on me, Kieran. What kind of? I have scoops. This motherfucker. Let me tell you people this. I finally got some scoops when I went to Grand Slam, and Kieran said like a little wise ass. Oh, I'm doing a show with the new Dave Meltzer. You son of a bitch. You. <laughs> yeah, the Matt, Matt, aka Dave Meltzer. Like it both begins with M. Like you know, there, there's there's some as great Mooter comes across the screen. Uh, the M- this is Nelly. Nelly. Mooda's oh, down. is this Nelly? Oh, of course. Mooda. Muda is very ornery, so he's not allowed upstairs with the girls because he tries to eat their faces. <laughs> Just like the real great Muda. Um, yeah, right. It's crazy. If he could it, spit meth, he would right in the girl. <laughs> um, yeah, like I, I okay, we, we got a lot to talk about. The Shark and Cobra, oh, Osprey Marifuji, Osprey oh, Damson, uh, the new Japan happenings at Grand Slam, plus Matt was there. Uh <laughs> Wrestle Dream preview. We're probably going to preview Destruction in Ryu Goku. We probably should have decided that off air, but hey, let's go with it. Um, we're, before we're just before we dive into everything, I want to make... Uh, we, we always leave the plugs to the end, and I want to get this one in early. Uh, there's a friend of Wrestle in, uh, one of, uh, for my money, the most talented writer in the wrestling community. I've loved his work for years. I've studied his work. It's made me a better writer. Uh, Ryan Dilbert, at Ryan Dilbert on Twitter. Dilbert spelled D-I-L-B-E-R-T. Uh, along with some others, Corey Michaels, JC Peterson, Case Quest, and James Carlin. They've put together a zine, which is celebrating Venny, the uh, Joshi wrestler Venny, V-E-N-Y, uh, also known as Oscar in the past, but obviously confusion with WWE's Oscar. Um, and look, they've put together this amazing digital zine. And to get a copy of the zine, they're asking that you make a donation of any amount to the Transgender Education Network of Texas, and Ryan will send you over the zine. So it's good people doing good things for a good cause. If you can celebrate, if you can if you can spare a few dollars, get in touch with Ryan, at Ryan Dilbert, uh, check out this zine. 
um i'm going to be sending my money across to help the cause because it's for a great it's it's for a great thing um and there you go look transsexual.org at ryan dilbert uh, done effortlessly and smoothly by um by map dev yeah please check it out i wanted to get that in early because you know they're, they're so much shit online we you know it's fun to riff on the stupid takes and everything but these are good people trying to do good things for a good cause so i don't know if you can reach out if you can't share, do a, do a retweet you know that's, that's the very least we can do yes i'm gonna follow ryan right now too he is a fantastic human being he is uh like i say i'm I've learned a lot working with him and just reading his work over the years. He's my favorite writer. But I wanted to get that in early um, rather than waiting until the end of the show. Now we can commence the New Japan talk. Where do we start, Matt? Take your pick of the oh, litter. Good, good, great. You know what, Kieran? I want to talk about my uh, trip to AEW Grand Slam. Hell Yes, it seemed like an amazing time. You were there with Kate, of course, from Fight for Overbooked as well. And she was is definitely watching this episode of Bread Club. I'm sure she is. I went to uh, the Grand Slam with Kate from Fight for Yes, as you said. And uh Kate, she's uh she's uh she knows a lot of people. So I got to I got to rub elbows with some some uh some head muckety mucks. And uh, <laughs> I, met, uh, I met Cassidy for I'm met Cassidy before, but I got to hang out with Cassidy from the bodyslam.net. I met Andrew Zazarian from the Mat Men. Rings a bell. I'm not He's that deep very... in the wrestling lore. I keep like I'm in my very own small bubble. I understand. I understand. He's a very handsome man. Um uh I met oh, Will do you know what now now that you've said that I think I can picture his Twitter profile picture. He's a very handsome man. I met Will Washington. That's awesome. Dude was doing amazing work and he got a girl got a job with AW living the dream. Yeah, so uh, it was pretty cool. And a couple people recognized me from this vehicle, people that are in the Fightful overbooked family and fans of the show. So that was really weird because I don't ever <laughs> I don't ever know how to react because. Uh, I don't know, I'm just a dude who does like a, a wrestling podcast, you know, I so, feel that. Uh, but the show was uh, a lot of fun. Dude, I can't it's fucking long. I can't do. I thought. So they were they taped two matches for Rampage before Dynamite started. So I was like, "Fuck yeah, that's smart." Right? No, no. Still, eleven fifty-two was when the last. I just I can't like. It, it, I'm just thinking London. Like public transport stops a little after midnight here. Like people would physically not be able to get home if they if someone ran a show like that here. Yeah, they the the, the transportation runs in the city all the time, but it's just. Like when dynamite is over, right? You go, you get brought all the way up, and the dynamite's over, and you're like fucking spent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you lost your shit for the main event, MJF versus Samara Joe, which seemed great it was awesome. from what I've seen. It was awesome, but and look, the card for Rampage wasn't bad, but it's just it's so you're you're asking so much out of people to be so invested for four hours is. It's rough, man. It's real fucking rough. And there was like, look, no disrespect to like Julia Hart and Sky Blue. Like, I get the stories they're telling. I just don't care. So to throw that on in the middle, you're like, oh, what the fuck? This takes forever. But Eddie Kingston won the Ring of Honor World Championship in the house. And he retained the NJPW Strong Openweight Championship at the same time as well. Double champion Eddie Kingston representing New Japan and Ring of Honor now. Yeah, and then, so I got a scoop for you, Kieran. 
Oh, scoop potatoes. It involves your boy Shibata. Oh, I'm always here for Shibata scoop. All the time in the world for Shibata scoop. So Ray Phoenix beat John Moxley because John Moxley got hurt. Yeah, controversial there. And so we have a brand new AEW International Champion. The plan was for Moxley to win. Yeah. And then Shibata come out and confront him. And that was going to wow. be a WrestleFest match. Uh, in Seattle, I, my, my my favorite bit of this episode, and since Wrestle Dream has been announced, is that Matt gives it a different name every time he says it. We've yep. already had Dream Wrestling or something like that, and now I've had Wrestle yeah. Fest. Wrestle this Fest is, is going to be my, great. my favorite bit. So, and then because I was rubbing elbows, uh, I found out that the relationship, even though Shibata is no longer in New Japan, the relationship between AAA and New Japan is so bad that they couldn't have Shibata come out and confront Ray Phoenix to kind of set that up. So they had to scrap the whole thing. I think it's the relationship between AAA and New Japan. It's the relationship between AAA and CMLL and oh, New Japan partners with CMLL. And obviously that's like fucking whatever, like gang shit. Like, yeah, AAA and CMLL, like that's gangster shit. They fucking, it's on site with those guys. Um, Man, like that that that's absolutely fucking wild. Like that Shibata would have been closing out a dynamite confronting Moxley. Like that they understand, Tony Khan understands how special Katsuyori Shibata is. I fucking love that. Um I think look, I I'm, the internet would lose their shit over Moxley and Shibata in the same ring. I don't yes. know how good that match would be though. I'd have I'd have hesitations about that match on paper. Well, I, why? I, I don't want to. I don't want to get shot here. Like I like Moxie, and I think he's very good. I don't think he's blow away incredible. I think it's I'm more. With you, I'm with you on that. I'm with. I agree. More, it's more the character and the vibe of Moxley than the wrestling of Moxley. The acumen and the athleticism and the ability of Moxley in the ring. It's what he can do though is special given how he's not limited in the ring but I, I, he's not doing anything no one else could do in the ring i suppose but it's bolstered by just the way he can do it and the vibe he gives off and everything like that like he he's fucking special um but yeah i don't know i just think with shibata's limitations like the dude isn't going full hog like he's not taking bumps in every match like the royal quest match i don't think he took a took a bump a uh, royal quest sorry the uh, rev pro 11th anniversary show i don't think he took a bump um and I know that one of the one of his two opponents in the ring gave him a bit of a hard shot. I was like, oh, shit. Like, you know, because you have to take care of Shibata in a match, uh, yep. you know. Um, so, yeah, I, don't, I just don't know. I don't think Moxley... I, I, I feel like I'm kind of more excited for Eddie Kingston versus Shibata, which is the match we're getting, than I would be for Moxley yep. versus Shibata. Yeah, so it's, so it's interesting because... So I also, rubbing elbows, uh, found out... That would be uh, a great name for fucking a podcast. Like that's just dealing. Like Dave Meltzer had a podcast called Rubbing Elbows. Maybe I'll be my third podcast where yes. I just talk to people about random shit. Got to keep on getting the scoops, though. You got to keep them coming. I got to. You know what, though? Here's the problem. I, this is it, man. I'm shooting my shoot my scoops load right here. I got nothing else. <laughs> right? I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not shooting, a, I'm shooting blanks for the rest of the year now. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to uh, Dream Warriors. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't rub elbows with anybody there. Um, I'm keeping count. Chris Hero apparently has taken over 
the booking of Ring of Honor. That could bode very fucking well. So I um, watched the most recent the episode that came out Thursday. I haven't watched the Ring of Honor episode since like episode three because I was like, oh, this is just AEW fucking dark. Shibata, I've been, I've been meaning uh, to watch Shibata Nick Wayne. I've not watched it yet. I keep on it was good and 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 he gave Nick Wayne a lot of offense and even Shibata got dropped on his fucking head and I was like, oh no. They, they, he know he, that's the thing with Shibata now in the ring is any if he takes a bump, it doesn't even have to be a bad bump, but there's he can make the crowd shit himself. Like, like he's got the crowd in the palm of his hands in a match because he knows if he takes one scaryish looking bump to the like you know to me and you just to, 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 to fans that aren't uh, like you know going to know how that works from a wrestling perspective, like we we would lose our shit. Like. I think in the Orange Cassidy match, like he took a wild suplex or something, and everyone was like, "What the fuck is this man doing?" Yeah, but again, he's he's a smart boy. He's a professional, right? It's just like when when uh, Osprey hits Omega with the Tiger Driver, right? Yeah, they know That's... what they're doing, right? Yeah. They're not they're not pulling it out every match, but they know what they're doing. It's a po- the idea is it's supposed to look like it fucking kills them, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So funnily, a, a, a little. Uh bit of trivia here about Shibata that's quite funny. Might ruin the mystique for some people. Um, obviously, I put up how, you know, when I met Shibata and I went up to him at uh, the Red Friday Eleven Angelo show, he pointed at me and said, I know you. Uh, and was said, like, you know, from Twitter and stuff like that. Since speaking to wrestlers since then, they're like, yeah, Shibata's on Twitter all the fucking time. <laughs> like, he cannot get off of Twitter. <laughs> and I just find that the most amusing fucking thing. Uh, he doesn't like anything. He doesn't follow anyone. He doesn't post he just shit. Likes- he just he's just he's just sleek, secretly scrolling all the time, apparently. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm going to start tweeting at Shibata. <laughs> um, damn, that's a big fucking scoop, Matt. That's, yeah. you know, it's one that if, if it was going to happen, then Tony Khan's probably going to make it happen another time. But that's huge. Yeah, man. So so that's uh, a little pat on the back there. That's that's my scoops. My new Japan scoops and look, Grand Slam is a great time. I love going to live wrestling events. Uh, I gotta go the Kieran route though. I gotta start spending the money to sit closer because the fucking people behind me, holy shit, man! I, I, Kate's gonna listen to this and she's gonna laugh. Kate g- got up during Rampage and moved a section over because there was empty seats. <laughs> Good on Kate. I was, re- I was, I'm kind of a maniac, right? Really. <laughs> allegedly <laughs> so, uh, and I was like you know what I'm not disrupting my because we had rampages started and everybody had, a lot of people left obviously it's a long fucking night so now I can spread out and I was comfortable in my seat and I'm not going to move right because I would be annoyed if the people in front of me got up and left and then somebody sat there that didn't belong there so I didn't want to go over there like whatever then the dude dropped his beer on me twice oh and and he apologized both times, but the second time I was like, "Yeah, that's twice," and he mm-hmm. did not like that. And I, uh, I didn't care. <laughs> I, was, I was not happy about it. Uh, so I think I got to spend a couple extra shekels. And and it, I guess Grand Slam wasn't selling as well as they would have liked it to sell. Yeah, I saw they were doing buy one get one free and stuff, right? Right, and then tickets went on sale, and then we scooped them early because we were like, we want to get good seats. I had friends that went, and they paid a third of what we paid and got almost the same seats. So next year, oh, because TK, Mr. Tony Khan came out, 
in the middle of Rampage to, you know, make sure people were still alive. And he teased, <laughs> dude, it's like it was a morgue in there. If everyone's tired, he teased that they're possibly they could possibly explore the option of doing a pay-per-view at Arthur Ashe in the future. I mean, I feel like Grand Slam to an extent is they, they treat it like a pay-per-view of sorts. It's never it's not just a generic dynamite. There's always gonna be big things on it. Like Shibata coming out to confront Moxie it would have been huge. It's no yeah. one's thought that that couldn't have happened. Like I did think when I like I, I woke up the next morning and I was really curious who's gonna win out of Eddie and Claudio, and I went straight onto Reddit to look at, you know, clips and stuff like that. And I was surprised there wasn't any big like uh moment like big kind of return debut yeah. just some big story moment that there, there wasn't that and matt has explained why because Shibata, moxie got injured so they couldn't go with that route that they planned yeah and there was a lot of murmuring people thought maybe mercedes monet shows up i think yeah that's the thing whether grand slam you're these these big ones you're always gonna expect it and grand slam is probably their biggest dynamite it is their biggest dynamite there's no problem about yeah. it i know they do fight at fest fight for the fall and all this other bullshit but yeah grand slam is is it's essentially a pay-per-view, isn't it? Yeah. For, and, and yeah. And it was, uh, so a lot of people were Mercedes, most Mercedes Monet, or I don't know, edge people were yeah, playing. People are really hooked up on edge like every day, isn't it? It's like, Oh, how would you debut you edge? And it's like, let's see if it happens first guys. Yeah. Let's not, uh, let's fucking pump the brakes. I've also, because things are starting to slow down here, Kieran, in my neck of the woods. Um, I was able to watch more wrestling this week, so we're going to talk. New but I do want to talk about Jay White and Juice Robinson and the Bang Bang Gang. Enlighten me. Dude, it's... First of all, him and Andrade Alidolo had a fucking banger of a match, and they used the backstory that Jay met him back in New Japan, and Andrade wouldn't give him the time when he was a young boy. So I thought that was cool. Cause he was I, don't think that t- I don't feel like that timeline lines up. No? No. Well, I'm trying to think. Jay White was a young lion in like what 2014, 2015, maybe. I mean, he would have been a do- in the dojo for a while and stuff. I feel like that it's maybe a story, but I-, I could be entirely wrong. Like, you know, if they've run with this story, I'm sure they've done a quick little Google search. Um, but yeah, I feel like by that point, Andrade was in NXT. Uh, but, I'm gonna tell you. Right, I'm gonna tell you right now. But yeah, um, really? I'm the I'm the last person to be talking AEW as 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 you know, Matt. No, you're good. 2010 to 2015, he was there. Andrade was in... Uh, fair, so maybe they crossed over ever so slightly. But it's not like he, he wasn't a main... He wasn't a mainstay in Japan. He would come do do tours on and off. Like, he was the IWGP Intercontinental Champion. Like, let's not... I'm not trying to say the guy didn't fucking accomplish great things and stuff. He competed in tournaments and whatnot. Um, but yeah, fair, no, I like it. Like, the, the, you pull from the history. Pull what you can. Yeah, and then they had a banger of a match. And... Uh, the hard, hard rock juice Robinson, the charisma is just fucking pouring out of him. It's super, super entertaining. And Kieran, I dropped the ball because now apparently you can buy a cardboard cutout of Jay White. Yeah, isn't it? Card I, did, I did not know this. He's got a so name I need as to well. Get one. I need to get one. It's gonna sit right behind me. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, 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 I will I contribute to the Matt gets a card blade, um, a card blade fund. Heart, highly entertained by Jay White. Happy to see that he's doing well in AEW and they're doing something with him on Collision. So I know uh, we share a love for Jay White. So yeah, I 
I feel like, again, obviously, I don't watch AEW at all. Keep up with it social media, and I'll watch clips on Reddit and stuff like that. I'll watch a Shibata match. Um, by all accounts, Jay White has found his groove in a big way with Bang Bang Club, uh, Bang Bang Gang, and uh, with Juice Robinson as well. And look, when Juice Robinson left, Mooj Pan fans were kind of like good riddance and stuff. And I'm like, you're forgetting how fucking good this man was. Like I've, I said this at the time, the man lives off of a live crowd, Juice Robinson. He needs a live crowd. When he came back during a pandemic, he had, there were you he, there was just nothing to him. He he just looked so defeated when he would make his entrances. Like he couldn't hire five. He fucking thrived off live audience, and the Japanese crowd loved that man. He was cutting the most entertaining promos backstage, and I'm glad he is now getting that level of attention he deserves because people just fucking shat all over him in the last few years of his New Japan run. Uh, and I don't think it's for any fault of his own, quite frankly. No, it's 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 nice to see that him and Jay are doing. A very entertaining stuff and they're 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 excelling in aew uh especially on collision which is more collision is more of a wrestling show like AEW, yeah. if you compare it to wwe like dynamite is raw and the collision is smackdown it seems a lot more focused collision like there's not a million p- p- things trying to fit in and from like you know tethering all these different things from place to place to place it's just a lot more focused collision seems yeah, it's easy. It's easy to watch too. Um, I'll tell you what was also easy to watch, Kieran. Destruction and Kobe. Oh my god. Was was that what you were gonna say? I was gonna I was actually gonna go with, with Marafuji and Osprey first. We can go we can go Marafuji versus Osprey. We can go Will Osprey making his pro wrestling Noah debut to face his hero, his icon, uh, and to get the win over the man as well to continue the summer of Osprey. You uh and I think maybe we've had this. I definitely had this conversation at some point doing the wrestling podcast all these years. And maybe me and you did, too. Um, you worry about the hype factor, right? I think we could push that worry out of the window anytime Will Ospreay's name is involved. Because there is it. Every big Will Ospreay match lives up to the hype. This was fucking awesome. I think this was like not to that put a damper on the ma- damper on the match. I love the match. This was like a moves match, like lots yeah. of cool shit. There wasn't necessarily much in terms of story. There wasn't like Will Ospreay, like, you know, having like, you know, not for lack of a better word, stage fight or Marafuji being like, oh, come on. I thought I was your hero. There wasn't, it was just a fucking let's go in, do loads of crazy, awesome shit, tear the house down in front of Red Hot Corico and Hall, Corico and Hall crowd sold out. Um, and that's what they did. And, you know, Osprey cut a great promo after. Um, and they both had nothing but love and respect for each other before and after the match. It, it was just a really, like, fulfilling match. Yeah, and we talked about it uh, last episode of Bread Club, like the importance of Marafuji to to this generation. Like, the guys that are, like, the Will Ospreys, the Ricochets, like, the Super Juniors, like... What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Marafuji is like, he's the guy. And I don't know if a lot of people really understand the significance of him and his fingerprint on the wrestling industry. So that match was essentially them 
you know, Osprey paying homage to Marafuji with them, just showcasing their talents, and it fucking crushed, man. I was, it was such a great watch. Yeah, and like Marafuji's been through the ringer as well. Like the dude has had bad injuries. He's not sprightly anymore, but you know he kept up with Osprey in every way, shape, and form. Like it was, it was great. Um, Osprey, you know, finally able to feel the the lethality of Marafuji's chops. Um, you know, and instantly regretting it uh, straight away, and saying so, saying as much post match on Twitter as well. Um, look, it, it's another notch in the rest of the year. And yeah, without Marafuji, we don't have a Will Ospreay. You don't have your ricochets. You don't have 80% of the moves you see in modern day wrestling, especially in the West. Like you don't have that without Marafuji and of course Kenta. Yeah. So props to props to that. Uh, that's that's uh, really all I had for uh, Osprey Marafuji. I didn't see, I didn't watch any of the rest of the card. To be oh, honest. no, no. It, it, yeah, no, there was nothing else special on the card. But Destruction in Kobe. Was a cool show beginning to end. You had all these guys joining mid tour that are now going to be taking part for the second half of the tour, the return of Bullet Club and the War Dogs, um, uh, the, the the return of Gorillas of Destiny as well. Uh, Leo Rush showing back up. Um, it it was a great show, top to bottom. Opening up with uh, Driller Maloney and Clark Connors getting a win over Tiger Mask and Kevin Knight. Pretty straightforward match, I guess. Yeah, it, what's it? Um... Fuck! Fuck nuts is hurt again. Kushida. Yeah, it's Kevin Knight and Kushida challenging for the titles at Destruction in Ryukoku. Right, but he was what hurt or in Impact? Where is Kushida? Oh no, no, this was the match that was always set. This is just a preview for the title match that's happening in a few weeks. Was this uh the, the War Dogs' first defense of the uh, Juniors? This wasn't a This wasn't a title defense. This was just a match. This was just a tag match for Driller and Clark. No, no titles on the line. It was nice to see them. I'll tell you that. Drill him <laughs> still he still looks like a fucking problem. Dude, like if please, if you're not and you have Instagram, follow Dan Maloney, Driller Maloney on Instagram. He's a fucking menace and it's he's so funny. Like, if you could put that man on the mic at any chance you get, he is money. Like, just watch his Instagram stories. Now I know uh I'm gonna sidetrack a little bit here. I know Russellin has a great Patreon. And the latest uh, Patreon exclusive came out with you interviewing, uh, as Tony likes to call him, Hula Hula the Pineapple Man, uh, Jeff Cobb. And you, if I, if, if I had known that, I could have brought up during the interview. Now I'm only about ten minutes in, but you had brought up the idea of possibly having a United Empire member in Stardom, and he had mentioned how everyone has to agree to that member coming in. Did you bring up? Who fucking let Dan Maloney in the United Empire? This <laughs> is, he's a problem, and it showed. I, I'm not. I wasn't quick enough on my feet. No, I did not bring that up. I should have. Uh, that would have been a great response, actually. And I wish I'd thought of it now. Um, but no, thank you for the plug. Yeah, over on WrestleIn, WrestleIn.com, Patreon.com/slash/WrestleIn. I double N. You can get early access to my interview with Jeff Cobb now. Um, it'll be out publicly in the next week or so. Uh, but if you want early access and a bunch of other perks as well, um, it's up there. Uh, we talk about Joshi. We talk about his dream opponent from AW, who you're going to have to watch the interview to find out. I'm not oh, dropping yeah. the scoops here. Um, uh, who he wants to face from stardom as well. Uh, talking about that fantastic match against Shingo Takagi, Wrestle Kingdom 15. I had to ask him about that match. That's an unbelievable match. Uh, there is a run-in from another member of the United Empire during the interview. Oh. Some, some, some dastardly person tries to interfere with the interview, Matt. 
Um, well, I, I want to say I'm only like 10, 15 minutes in. I listened on the, my ride home from work. It, I want to save it. I don't want to reveal who it is. It got a good, it got, it got a good laugh out of me. Um, and I won't even tell you, Matt. So you could just enjoy it un, unawares. Um, because it really tickled me. Uh, but yeah, and uh, then you, I'm, know, you know what? Uh, you know what didn't tickle me? What? The fucking House of Torture, Kieran. <laughs> I'm so fucking done with this. And then, then. You're going to tell me they're going to make this a fucking lumberjack match? Are you kidding me? I mean, you've jumped forward by about six matches in three weeks. No, but yes. the next match is the fucking House of Torture against Sonata Doki Takamichinoku. And fucking Kevin Kelly brings it up in commentary that the idea of it being a lumberjack match. Ah, why? If you are a bad person in professional wrestling, you should be punished and you should have to watch all the House of Torture. All of it. Every single one of it. Fuck this dick to go go. Fuck them all. They just steal belts. There's not there's not one person. There's not one single person in New Japan Pro Wrestling that could be like, hey, give me that back. It's not yours. No, they just steal belts. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm going out of my way to clip that and post that rant on Twitter. Uh, when That's this goes so on. aggravating. <laughs> but 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 Matt Takamichinoku picked up the win. He picked he pinned Dick Togo. I, I have no problem with just five guys, which they fucking have to go back to just four guys now. What the fuck? It was uh, an eventful destruction in Kobe. Uh, next match: God versus uh, the returning War Dogs plus Chase Owens. Uh, it was a match. Uh, yo, he doesn't fit, dude. I'm sorry. He doesn't fit in the War Dogs. I do want this, this Chase Owens Tangaloa match that's happening at Ryugoku. Seems very out of place. I wonder if perhaps we're getting Chase Owens out of the War Dogs, out of Bullet Club, and into GOD. He loses and then they give him the boot. Maybe. Like, uh, or yeah, maybe. I, 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 I hope he, so. He doesn't, he he doesn't fit War Dogs. Kenta can get by on the vibe as well. Kenta, sure. Kenta's cool enough for the War Dogs. Chase Owens isn't. Not not Chase Owens. Chase Owens don't fit. He's not. He don't look like a killer. He looks nope. like me. It's like putting me in the fucking war dogs. Um, Yo and Leo Rush defeating Bushi and Hiromu Takahashi preview for that upcoming junior tag title match. Uh, bad dude Tito. Sick cunt Tito uh, on the winning side alongside Zack Sabre Jr. Defeating Okada and Ishii. Uh, and they've got their eyes set on a never six man tag team championships if Ishii Okada and Tanahashi retain at Rio Goku, then TMDK, they're knocking on that door next. Let's get a belt up. Fuck on Tito, man. I need to see them Teats belts. I fucking love, I loved, love this. He's so I fucking love that. Yes, I love that he's on this tour. Kevin Kelly and Chris Charlton put him over so great. And man, his in-ring work, him and fucking Big Tommy Ishii was awesome. His stuff with Okada was fantastic. And him and Zach as a tag team, because I think I talked about him when I had him on the show. When they tagged back when they did the U.S. tour, it was the first time they've ever tagged together. Like, they just seem like they fucking mesh so well. This was an awesome showcase for Bad Dude Tito. I love this. I love this match. I love the, like, Letterman jacket he comes out in well, like, the black with the orange sleeves. Like, he just looks a million fucking bucks, man. Uh, I'm all aboard sick cunt Tito, man. Let's fucking go. Um... And then the next match, KOPW 2023 title match. Uh, show defeating Taichi. Uh, just five guys handcuffed to House of Torture at ringside. Um, and then here comes the injured Yoshinobu Kanemaru. He's coming back to save the day, to save us 
from House of Torture, and he spits whiskey in the face of Taichi. Taichi, of all people, his Suzuki goon brother from way back when. And then they go into just five guys together. And he helps, he joins House of Torture and helps show win the match. Stunned. The crowd absolutely lost their shit. I lost my shit. Heartbreaking. Uncle Nobu, what are you doing? I think, like, he's a dude that has, like, like nothing forever. Like, he is always the afterthought. He gets, like, one moment in Best of Super Juniors where he does some crafty shit. He'll beat Shingo by, like, he'll beat someone by a count out and it'll be genius. Um, but he's an afterthought. So, you know, I'm, I'm not against him getting a bit of the limelight. No, it's a fresh, fresh paint of coat for him. Something yep. different. Um, but man, heartbreaking, just heartbreaking to know the history with Suzuki Goon and just five guys. And now we're back to just four guys, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's funny as fuck, though, to be fair. <laughs> like, imagine you bought the just four guys merch when they first got announced and it was just five guys. Oh, fuck's sake. Well, now I've got to buy just five guys shirt and then they're back down to just four guys and you've already gotten rid of your just four guys shirt. I fuck. That uh, fucking the NJPW shop has got to be annoyed at that. <laughs> yeah. Holy um, shit. But also as well, uh, after the next day, Taichi oh. asking for the rest of the tour off. Um, you know, he is uh, suffering from a broken heart. Uh, not the official words used by New Japan, but that's what I'm in. I'm I'm insinuating. I I don't think you're entirely incorrect. I mean, voice of an angel too. What a fucking nice guy that Taichi is. Absolutely, yeah. It is like he was going back, back, carried backstage by Sonata in tears. Um, but yeah, look, it's it's something new for House of Torture. It worked, um, and it adds a new caveat to this now lumberjack match, which is official because post match, Evil accepted Sonata's offer to have a lumberjack match because now the numbers are in House of Torture's side. They've got one more guy than uh than um just four guys do. Maybe we'll find out. Maybe we'll get a fifth guy. Maybe the yeah return of the fifth the, the debut in just fifth guy. Um, maybe Yuya uh, Yumura is the ooh. fifth guy. Well, 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 I'm excited to talk about Yuya and the fantasy, the real fantasy, fantasy book. How maybe he's gonna return? Um, You'd seven... be excited to talk about that lumberjack match by yourself too, because I'm not watching. <laughs> play that right now. Seventh match. IWGP. Why? Sonata's the one that suggested it. Oh great! So what is he? The fucking king? It was, of they, they're gonna. He knows how the torch is gonna interfere anyway. So why not have them out in the open where he can combat it? That was the logic. Kenny, is he gonna be able to combat it though? It, I mean, he could have if the if the field was level. But you know, you know when it was just five guys, but that's just four guys. So you know what they should do? They should turn the lights off during the match so nobody can see it. <laughs> Go to what is it? A Mountain Dew match route or whatever the call, fuck it was. Oh, whatever you want. Fucking empty arena, no lights, lumberjack match. No cameras. Read about, here's what I'm going to do. I will donate many yen to New Japan Pro Wrestling. If you just give the guy, let these guys have the night off and just fabricate the match. Tell me a story. (laughs) Make sure they all get paid. Everyone gets paid. Every guy in the lumberjack match, Evil, Sonata, the winner's purse. I'll even pay Chris Charlton and Kevin Kelly to fucking do commentary. You could that internet special. You could download the match on NJPW 1972. So be like an internet pay-per-view WCW style from the 90s. I don't want to see any of this, Kieran. None of it. I don't care. I don't want it. Fucking done. Done with Evil and Sonata. How is, how, how does, who is the who's in charge 
Why is evil allowed to run around with the championship belt? What the fuck, man? This is an all-timer from you here, Matt. In our year and a half, maybe I should record in Bread Club. This is my favorite and your best rant yet, I think. Well, that that you know what? Thank you, Kier. I appreciate that. This really annoys the shit out of me. And I'm excited for this this destruction uh show in October, but I'm not excited for that. I don't want this. Hey, at least it will mark the end of the this Sonata versus Evil rivalry. It's, it's it? just that that final hump you gotta get over. It might not be the end of just five guys versus House of Torture, but it will be the end of Sonata versus Evil. And it's not the end of House of Torture, because now this fuck Kanamira, he Uncle Nobu's there, which means he's gonna be in a tag team with House of House of Torture and the fucking super juniors. So now I got Probably I gotta I'm gonna have to watch fucking ten House of Torture Super Junior. <laughs> <laughs> Matt is so angry. He's lit, his body is literally giving out on him. Oh my god! <laughs> Seventh what match: Destruction in Kobe. IWGP Tag Team Championships. Bishamon retaining over TMDK. Uh, I thought this was an odd match, and then it turns out that Goto got injured during the match. We find out the next day makes a lot more sense um, because this was ninety-five percent TMDK, and then suddenly Bishamon won. Yeah, it's uh, like Yoshihashi pulled his fucking John Cena card and kicked out everything. Yeah, like, and you know, if you're working with an injured man, it can't be helped. If Goto was is that badly hurt, um, I've not gone back to try to figure out when he got hurt or how or anything like that. But look, th- this match did not knowing that the match pissed me off, but also just give TMDK the fucking title belts, man. Exactly, I, it's 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 just pissing me off. This is like they're just always there and then losing out. This is the second time they've lost to the titles against Bishamon. I think this is the third time they've challenged for the titles in like maybe the, like in 12 months and they've lost every time. They're fucking great. Like in the nicest way, fuck Aussie Open. Like I don't want to people fantasy booking Aussie Open coming back for World Tag League or Aussie Open coming and challenging for the tag titles at Wrestle Kingdom. Get fucked. Like TMDK deserve that fucking spot. Aussie Open, no, like I love Aussie Open. Like they chose to go to AW, rightfully so based on what they said during Chris Jericho's podcast. No ill will towards them, but fill that fucking spot with a team that's just as good in TMDK. I agree, because at one point, Kevin Kelly had made mention of, you know, Wrestle wrestle, wrestle night, Nightmare and and this match and FTR and Aussie Open, and I'm like, I, 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 lo- I love them as a tag team, but, like, we already did the FTR experience. It was the shits. Aussie Open, rightfully so, they decided, like, I don't want bishimon against either of those teams i want tmdk right give me these guys are fucking fantastic they're a fantastic tag team and i think they showed it in this match bishimon's great there's no doubt in my mind that they're one of the best tag teams in the wrestling industry right now but i think we need to pass the baton if if it's not the war dogs or tmdk just i, I don't want like i don't want to run back the ftr experiment with aussie open like that's that's another point. Work. Yeah, like I don't I I Bishamon again, fantastic. They're really good. Like I've got nothing against them. They're just kind of lukewarm as a tag team at the moment because they weren't meant to be the tag team champions. They won it because Aussie Open left, and here we go. We need someone to take the titles again. Um, so why why the fuck can't that be TMDK? It is one of the few things that's like upsetting me a bit about New Japan. Like I really wanted TMDK to win this match. It just they 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 deserve some fucking spotlight. Um. Your upset is way different than my upset. <laughs> I'm uh, 
big like a gloomy english man you're a boisterous american two very different personalities um shingo takagi versus great okan shingo went in last at the dragon special singles match it was good it was okay i haven't got a lot to say i'd rather dedicate time to other things i thought it was the great okan's best performance in a while yeah he showed a different side he was a lot more just head-on like yep. he hit an incredible lariat and stuff um I think I again Great Khan's a guy I love, but I love the character more and I love the outside of the ring more than I love what he's necessarily doing during a match. Um and I do wonder like what's his future with New Japan, just because look, he's still young in his career, he's not returned from excursion that long, etc. But he's had nothing. Like New Japan has not given him a lot. I think he beat Naito in the New Japan Cup or something, maybe. But, like, he's not been given anything of note at all. Like, the dude just eats shit. Yeah, I mean, look, we saw that with... We saw that with Hanare for a long time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think I'm kind of with, like... The character is more exciting than him in the ring, but this version... And I don't know if that's the story they're trying to tell because he had an abysmal G1. Yeah. I don't know if this is, like... That's the, the the storytelling device is like he, we're going to get away from the character and he's going to become more of, of a version of what we saw against Shingo uh, in this match. I don't know. Yeah, I'd be more. He, he's a he's a big dude, like tall dude as well. Like he can be a dominant character uh, in New Japan. Um, but yeah, I, I think he definitely does need a, a solid change of not character. He just needs something to spark, like something. He needs that moment, that feud, like, you know, to someone that's going to, you know, you'd want it, you'd say put him in the ring against Will Ospreay if they wasn't in the same, to, to, uh, if they wasn't both in United Empire, uh, and Will Ospreay could I mean, give he, that spark. he did, was it him? He called out Eddie Kingston. I think he called out Eddie Kingston on Instagram today because they had that match at Royal Quest, the six man. Henare would have, yeah. Sorry, I was well, talking about Henare, not, not yeah, a great yeah. O'Connor. I'm sorry. Yeah. Henare Eddie Kingston is 99% probably happening in Las Vegas. Um, They've been saying that for a while. Um, Ninth match, Destruction in Kobe. Tetsuya Naito confirming his spot in the Wrestle Kingdom 18 main event, defeating Jeff Cobb. Uh, Jeff Cobb doing crazy strength, athleticism, craziness, as you would expect. Patreon.com slash wrestling for that interview. I have a question, Kieran. Yeah, I, I can see your hand is you. raised. Yep, Matt. Why? Naito said, this is not for the contract. But Kevin Kelly and Chris Charlton said, no, no, the powers that be said this is for the contract. Why aren't those powers that be taking the fucking belt away from evil? It's not his belt to have. Um, Who is in charge here? New Japan. Naito always wanted it to be for the contract. It was the office that said we're not doing that anymore because Okada last year said, fuck that, I'm not doing that bollocks. When Okada bought the IWGB Heavyweight Championship back and all that stuff, and he was like, "No, I won the G1. Fuck you. Why am I gonna risk my contract?" Uh, and Naito was of the other agenda. Jeff Cobb beat me. I want to put the thing on the line. It doesn't matter that the company isn't accepting it, even if they don't accept it. If Jeff Cobb beats me, he's in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom, and that's why he came out with a paper contract. He came out with a tote bag because New Japan aren't doing the fucking briefcase. So Tetsuya Naito was like, "Fuck you guys. I'll do it myself." And then at the last seconds, New Japan approved it, um, and Naito, of course, won. Makes me angry. Makes me angry. What did did the match right. make you angry? Oh, did Tetsuya Naito versus Jeff Cobb make you matter. angry? 
Sonata, you don't get a belt, but here's a new T-shirt that says you're the seventh champion just in case people forgot because you have the fucking <laughs> belt because this jabroni's fucking running around with it. Uh... This match is fantastic. I tweet it every time I watch a Jeff Cobb match. He's so fucking good. I think Jeff Cobb is one of like look as well like because I was preparing for this interview with Jeff Cobb. I didn't want to retread the same ground. Um, the dude is does not do a lot of interviews uh, at all. Uh, very very grateful he was willing to have one with me. Um, yeah, because we're going to talk about that later too when we get off the air. He's a, he's a private dude. He doesn't he really doesn't do a lot of interviews. I was doing my research because I don't want to ask the same fucking questions he's been asked a million times, and I was like, this dude does nothing. Uh, but like in an interview from last year, at some point he was saying how. He got offered money from WWE uh, when he, he was a free agent. WWE, AEW, New Japan, everyone offering money, um, and he went New Japan because he his money isn't the be all and end all for him. Um, like he wanted, he he said he's quite he's living a comfortable life. He doesn't need like huge money and stuff like that, which I like. Fair play to him because I fucking love money. <laughs> um, uh, uh, yes, but, yes, but I feel like the, my, the point I'm trying to make here is that New Japan aren't realizing what they've got in a Jeff Cobb, and that. Jeff Cobb is the type of person that if they don't start realizing and giving him something, he could be the type of guy that's like, well, I might as well go AEW and make big money and get used better. He's a guy that I have. This isn't anything that he was said to me. This is just me pure speculating on the fact of how New Japan treat Jeff Cobb in that he should be NJPW or TV champion. He should be IWGP US champion, Intercontinental champion. He should have something of fucking merit. He's won the tag titles twice with Great Khan since he joined New Japan full time. And they were both two, like very very short runs. Yes, if the guy the guy did not deserve something, but like he should have something when you've got someone as special as Jeff Cobb on your roster. I think, uh, and I think Kevin Kelly alluded to it. He's he he even though he's not going to be there, we'll talk about that. Um, we talked about it last time. Uh, he thinks he's putting in his early pick Jeff Cobb to win the New Japan Cup twenty twenty four. I think twenty twenty four is going to be a huge year for Jeff Cobb. I think. Obviously, we're going to finish the Naito story, right? I think we're both in agreement with this thing. Naito goes into Wrestle Kingdom. He walks out champion, yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah. Let's go. You know, and then he's got to, you know, and then we're going to we're going to put a bow on that Naito story. And I really think because we're going to we're going to head into the main event here. I really think Suji's the guy. I think that that I think that's the next story that gets told with LIJ and Naito and Suji, right? Fucking if and then we're just fantasy booking here, but fucking si- Suji, Jeff Cobb, sign me up, bro. Oh, Sign me yeah. up for that match for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. I mean, that'd be fantastic. I love the idea of Jeff Cobb winning the New Japan Cup. That is the something he needs to get a big moment, a big crowning moment, and then to go on and be in a huge main event. That's what I want for Jeff Cobb. Uh, but yeah, main event, Destruction Kobe, Yota Suji losing to Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay retaining the IWGP US Brackets UK Heavyweight Championship absolutely incredible the slow build the final five and ten minutes just out of this fucking world some of the best wrestling you will see all year those final few that final like 10 minutes where they just busted out everything like the the fucking the oscar from the outside to the floor we've never seen that before i don't think the stormbreaker counter from suji what the fuck happened there oh my god that was outrageous and then Suji hitting like his own like taunting for to go for the Oscar and then hitting a step up springboard double fucking stomp. Haven't seen that before. Suji busting out of the fucking Stormbreaker. 
Osprey being like, fuck you, I'm going to hit you back with your own spear. I'm going to hit you with Gene Blast. The Storm Driver got busted out. The fucking Hidden Blade when Suji come charging in to hit another Gene Blast. Oh, it was just incredible. These big moments all happening one after another. Yeah, we had uh, we had expressed our excitement at the prospect of this match last time we got together. Uh, and I, I have this issue where if I'm if I wake up like nine times out of ten, I can go back to sleep. But Sunday morning was the one time I couldn't go back to sleep. So at like six a.m., I was up yesterday, um, and I was on Twitter, and it was just every match of the year, match of the year, match of the year. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to watch Destruction in Kobe. Uh, didn't, um, you know, obviously wasn't looking to get aggravated at 645 in the morning. Uh, <laughs> match, but regardless, this fucking match. If 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 you had any. Reservations about Suji. If you had any he, reservations about Suji before this not, match, not you, take a, take a, no, no, no. But if anyone watching had reservations about Suji heading into this match, right? Take a hard, long, hard look in the mirror because the dude was like a surefire hit before this match. This dude is a fucking superstar, super duper star. The end of the match where he is just laughing at Osprey before Osprey knocks him out, like, what a fucking moment. It was it just as well, like, the, the, it, oh, he fucking curb stomped the front of Osprey's face. What the fuck? I've, yeah, again, it, there was so much innovation and creativity in this match. It was, and again, it goes back to the way we opened the show. Like, Osprey has these unbelievable matches with all these different guys, and every match is fucking different. I wonder as well, like, because, like, all the creative stuff we've just said, like, the Stormbreaker counter, the... Step up springboard, uh, double stomp, the curb stomp to the front of the face. These are all things Suji done. So I wonder how much of it was an Osprey idea backstage, how much of it was a Suji idea backstage, because these were all things Suji done. So if Suji is able to think of cool shit like this that we've not seen in wrestling, or, you know, that's not commonplace in wrestling at the very least, like the dude has got a big fucking brain, like the, the, the potential for this man and his creativity. And then you add in the fucking charisma, the laughing in Osprey's face as he knows he's on death's door. Uh, did you watch the um, the video interview he done where he's in a red suit and stuff, but like in the build up to the show, uh, and he's talking about Osprey and stuff? The dude just fucking oozes coolness and charisma, man. He is one hundred percent. He's got to be the man to take over Lij once Nitro wraps things up. Hundred, hundred percent. He he. Man, you you really just hit the nail on the head. He is like, if you like that for the next fifteen years, it's Suji now. Like the same Tanahashi run that you saw, we're gonna get it out of Suji as long as he stays healthy. And he's a fucking giant of a man to be able to to be as agile and quick as he is. It is something else, which is going back to my fantasy booking. Like the idea of him and Jeff Cobb in the ring together. Holy shit, like sign me up. I'm in. That's that's the exciting thing as well. Everything's new and fresh. Like it's you, they, every match is almost gonna be a first time meeting at the moment for a, a Yota Suji. You know, he's gotta get in the ring with Tanahashi. He could kill the ace for lack of a better word. He's gotta get in the ring with Okada, uh Sonada, like you know, he's gotta face just everyone still. Everything is fresh, everything's exciting when someone returns from excursion. 
but Suji's just on another level, man. Yeah, he really, they really, they really struck. They hit the jackpot. Uh, Post match, uh, Osprey gets on the mic. Zack Saber Jr. Uh, first of all, I think it's super duper impressive that Will Osprey gets on the mic and starts to cut a promo in Japanese. I think it's doubly impressive that Zack Saber Jr. comes out and they go back and forth in Japanese for quite a bit of time. Dude, Which this was fucking awesome. unbelievable. You've got two British blokes standing in the middle of Kobe in a New Japan ring going back and forth on the mic in Japanese. Like, it, it was... Zack Sabre Jr. was doing heavy lifting. Let's let's, let's be honest here. Like, Will Ospreay was kind of just coming back with little quick phrases and whatnot. But this, the crowd loved it. It was just the cheekiest fucking wholesome thing. And then the the little post thing after that, like uh, Zach goes to walk away and Osprey just unclips the belt and he acts like you know all shut oh it wasn't me, and then goes Zach goes to pick it up and then goes for the hidden blade and Zach quickly fires back with the Zach driver and then it's a stalemate. That that I, I just can't get over that segment, man. That was just one of my favorite segments this year. It was it was awesome, and again, like you think. Like I'm sitting there and it's like, okay, Osprey just beat Suji, but like now we have he's at he's at uh um WrestleTopia and he's gonna team with uh Sammy Guevara and Takeshita against uh Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, and Kota Bushi, and then he's gonna have this match with Zack Saber Jr. I mean, let's let's look at Zack Sabre Jr.'s version of that as well. Zack Sabre Jr.'s gonna be at Wrestle Fantasy, and he's gonna take on. He, he's gonna hey, take on. Don't steal Brian... my fucking gimmicks here. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be at Wrestle Dream. He's gonna be taking on Brian Danielson. What the ultimate dream match that everyone's wanted forever. And then, in like two weeks later, he takes on Will Ospreay. Like I've said. Like, look, I can't say it any longer. I've said for a long time, Zack Sabre Jr. is the wrestler of the year, but Will Ospreay, as he says, he's on another level. But, you know, in the space of those two weeks, Zack Sabre Jr. is going to remind those fucking people that aren't tuned in enough to New Japan. And there's nothing wrong with like, liking your thing you're not, you like, not being tuned into New Japan. But he's about to remind people that don't necessarily watch New Japan who the fuck Zack Sabre Jr. is. And Zack Sabre Jr. is one of the best wrestlers in the fucking world. Not one of the best technical wrestlers in the world. Best wrestlers in the world, period. Yes, sir. No doubt about it. And New Japan partnering with with Rev Pro on demand. I can watch this show live. You can watch the show live. It's gonna. I don't know what time it's taking place in the UK, but it'll, it'll be a it'll be a crisp afternoon for you. A, a nice Saturday afternoon. Oh, I'll probably be working, but I will order yeah, it I, and then I will watch it as soon I as I just arrive. send pic- send pictures of me in the front row when I when I'm holding up a sign that says "Listen to at Wizards Podcast." Whoa, really? I gotta send you a t-shirt, bro. <laughs> um, no, I, I've, I've thought about making signs. I don't think signs are you know it's not a thing you often see at New Japan shows. I'm I'm undecided. Um, but yeah, we, we well, I mean, let's let's quickly t- cover Royal Quest because there, there's a lot to go for you. We're not going to go for everything as deep as we have so far because time's sticking on. But Royal Quest three, the first matches have now been announced. We know we're getting Will Ospreay versus Zack Sabre Jr. Main event for IWGP UK Heavyweight Championship. Also announced for this card so far, El Desperado versus Trent Seven, Yota Suji versus Luke Jacobs, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Eddie Kingston and Mike Loku versus TJP, Jeff Cobb and Hanare, Tomohiro Ishii versus Shingo Takagi. So that's what's been announced so far. We've got other wrestlers that have been announced, but their matches haven't. We know Naito's coming over for the show. 
We know Sonata's coming over for the show. We know Bushi and Doki are coming over for the show. How will they fit in? Also, I've, I've got a funny... I've, I've just got a suspicion we're going to hear some dogs barking on that night, Matt. There might be just some unruly dogs. You know, they, they, they you know what I mean? They, I feel I feel um, like some dogs might show up. And do... do uh, I tweeted it yesterday. I kind of dig the War Dogs t-shirt. Oh, I love it. I've, I've very almost bought it many, many times. Ah. Yeah, no, I I absolutely love the Warlock show, and of course, want to support uh, Gabe and Alex. Um, but yeah, I, I reckon there'll be some some uh, some dogs of the war variety that haven't been announced yet coming over for that show. Got you know? Oh, you uh, got what you got? You got scoops too, buddy? Uh, I got scoops. I got scoops. This fucking guy always just, one just up in me, bro. Just, 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 that's just between me and you, Matt. Though, don't tell anyone about that one. I know. I don't know nothing about nothing, dude. If there you've been go. listening to this show for thirty episodes, you know I don't know shit. Kieran does all the heavy lifting. Um, but that show's on October 14th, so we will preview that card properly or whatever's been announced for it on the next show. Uh, what else is there to go through? And we, let, uh, let, what about uh, fuck nuts? Um, uh, become, I become, I become, and then DDT is gonna wrestle Takeshita. Dude, this is the craziest 12 hours in wrestling, like Saturday through to Sunday, like 12 hours because in my time, collisions taking place at one, two, three, four in the morning. I don't know. And then New Japan starts at 8 a.m. And then at that same time, DDT is wrapping up. And yeah, you've got Jericho versus Takeshita announced. And then also Noah's show is taking place. And you've got Jake Lee defending the title against Go Shiozaki. Um, There was just like three big shows in Japan, plus Collision, all taking place within mere hours of each other. It was a heavy day if you liked your Japanese wrestling and you're an AEW fan. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of news. And, and on the heels of Collision... Uh, 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 dream fight is really coming together. It's really shit. I was on on the fence about dream fight. I was like, I don't know if I really want to order another fucking pay per view because you know, millionaire Matt can't just be spending all. If I'm gonna pay the house of torture and just five guys to take the night off, can't be spending fifty bucks on this pay per view. But man, I I agree. I look, I I'm really interested in this. I want to watch it as well. We'll we'll, we'll cover the. NJPW related matches. You've got Eddie Kingston defending the Ring of Honor World Championship and the Strong Openweight Championship against Katsuyoshi Bar, as we alluded to before. Uh, look, I'm not, uh, I'm not a fool. Uh, it's obvious that the writing is on the wall here, um, and only one man is going to win this match. And uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be really cool to see Shibata with three belts. Do I do I tell him? <laughs> no look of course look eddie king there's, there's no doubt eddie kingston of course is going to walk away with the belts here no, um, transitional champion don't worry about it he's good but i'm like i said i'm excited for this match eddie kingston goes the extra mile when he's in there with a shibata or a junaki armor those type of guys it's what he lives for it's what he fucking breathes for uh and i'm sure the dude is fucking very excited to get into the ring with eddie uh, with katsuyo shibata and i feel like katsuyo shibata meets those type of people in the middle like he's gonna be pumped for it because Eddie Kingston is pumped for it. Um, so I, I'm really, I'm really excited. When I woke up and saw this match was announced, I was like, oh, I was really fucking pumped for that. Yeah, and it's gonna happen at Antonio's Assemble. So like, this is like the perfect place for this. Um, what else is there in JPWA? Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi taking on Takeshita Guevara and Will Osprey. Will Osprey being the mystery sixth man in this match. Returning to AEW again, further fueling the rumors. Will he be going to AEW? Uh, we'll find out next year, I'm sure. I ain't got any scoops on that. I don't know why I'm seeking so seductively. Oh, no um, scoops. No scoops. Kieran is your name now. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, Will Ospreay back in AEW ring, always a good thing. It's going to be interesting. You know, he's he mentioned in his backstage comments after beating uh, Yota Suji how the last time he saw Sammy, he hit him with a baseball bat at Wembley Stadium. So he's said the first thing Sammy needs to do is he needs to go up to Will. He needs to shake his hand and apologize. Otherwise, things might not go so well for the Don Callis family at WrestleDream. Oh, dissension in the Don Callis family. I mean, I guess you could mention FTR Aussie Open just because it's a year. Where's the the New Japan talent in that, Matt? Well, I mean, it's a year to the day they have the Royal Quest 2. No, you're out. You're out on this. Oh, my God. We're we're a New Japan show. We are bread club. In a house. And then uh, the main event, Daniel Bryan. The Bryan Danielson, whatever the fuck his name is. Zack Sabre Jr. I love that Tony gives me Katsuro Shibata that if we didn't have Tony Khan, I potentially Katsuro Shibata doesn't wrestle. Uh, he appreciates Katsuro Shibata clearly gives him big moments at Forbidden Door uh, he has been the pure champion he was meant to come out and confront John Moxley I love Tony Khan but Tony Khan if you have Dan- Brian Danielson beat Zack Sabre Jr this, that's, that's the end for us Tony I, I hate to say it we've, we've had a beautiful relationship Tony but that that will be the end I'll be putting a I'll, I'll, I'll be yeah. Uh, that, that's it. You'll you'll break my heart, Tony. Zach Zach Sabre Jr. cannot lose to Brian fucking Danielson. Please, please, please. No, please. I don't think he can. I think look if if this is Brian Danielson's like retirement tour, you know, because it's wrestling. No one ever fucking retires. Um, and he's gonna have this match at Anoki's Imagination. Um, like it doesn't. Brian Danielson doesn't need the win, right? Zach Sabre Jr. is the TV champion. Like. This is uh, Danielson already beat Okada. Like we give it, give us one to give us one. Yeah, give the New uh, Japan team one. I could just. I, I'm. I'm finding it. I'm finding hard to see a world where Danielson loses here because it's AEW and he is who he is. And I know Danielson is no doubt. He, he, he's a selfless man. He's no doubt saying I want to lose. I'm sure. Uh, but but like, but it's not his decision. Um, I wonder because there isn't a title on the line. It maybe learn, leans towards there being a time limit here. I, mm. I could li- I could live with a time limit draw, as I don't want it to be that Zack Sabre Jr. is holding on for dear life and the time limit expires and he doesn't tap out. It could be the other way around. Uh, Danielson can be on Death's Door, but yeah, I, I will be really sincerely upset if if Zack Sabre Jr. taps out to Brian fucking Danielson. I don't need Danielson to tap out. He can get caught up by one of Zack's million roll ups. Just please give me this one. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. But it's gonna be fucking awesome, regardless. We we know that much. Daniel Bryanson, Brian Danielson's on a tear since coming back. You know, his two Ricky Stark matches I've heard glowing reviews for. Um, and this is one that both men will be excited for, and that always makes it better. Like you look at Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay, they're excited to face each other, you know. You, it, it lends itself to more magic. Um, and I'm I'm fucking all aboard Wrestle Dream. It's one that I would think about staying up for uh but i'll watch it the next morning before i start work all right i like that i like that and then look it's funny right the last two times we got together there was like such a lull we didn't have a lot to talk about <laughs> Every Man, now we are there's so much right we got destruction and ryu goku coming up um, we got we got a that, preview that one yeah yeah and that takes place october 9th uh and man they are we, they are there's a we should, this, be, record, this we should be recording mere hours after that yeah, we always record on a Monday, and this show's happening on a Monday. Oh no, wait! I've got I'm in, I'm in Spain. I just remember what. Yeah, I might have to do my. I might. Uh, I'm just going on a little holiday for my mum's 60th, like all the family's going. Um, oh, nice! 
but I will be taking my laptop as I may have to perform my other duties that you're aware of, Matt, that I can't publicly oh, speak yes, about. Yes, yes. Um, Kieran has a OnlyFans where he takes pictures of his feet. So if you're into that, people. Yes, uh, exactly. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just, I've just envisioned that, man. That's fucking awful. Um, you make a lot of money, though. <laughs> somehow I get, I lose money. Like people take money from me somehow. No, no. Um, no. But yeah, no, I'll, I'll be watching it, but I, I just realized our, our Bread Club recording will be delayed. Um, That's my bad. It's okay. It's okay. We'll figure it out, buddy. We're a team here. Okay, uh, I I jammed us all up today, and two weeks ago we had to record on a Thursday, so don't worry. We'll figure it out. But the, the full card isn't out yet. There are more matches announced, Um, but we'll just we'll just go with what we've got so far in no order. Uh, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match, Lumberjack Death match, it says. They always call lumberjack matches death matches in New Japan. I don't know why. It's just the lumberjack. Yeah, it's uh, it'll be uh it'll, it's gonna kill the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Sonada defending against evil. Look, do, 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 if this if this was a live show right now, I'd ask people, do we want to hear another Matt rant or do we want to move on? What do you think the people want, Matt? They probably want another Matt rant, but I don't know if I have a lot left in the tank. I don't am not I will watch this show and then when I get to that, I'm not watching it. I'll turn it off. I, I since I would I would love that, and then I tell you what happens, and we get your live yes. reaction. We we'll, we watch it live together. Even that would be the that Ooh. would be the best thing. Um, pay to watch Matt watch House of Torture. Uh, YouTube There's won't a lot of things. TV Asahi would fucking nuke us. Um, There's a lot of things I could break in here. Eight man tag match: Lij versus United Empire, Bushi, Suji, Shingo, and Naito versus Callum Newman, Hanare, Great Okan, Jeff Cobb. Uh, I mean, maybe there could be something come out of that. I don't know. Um, Never openweight six-man tag team championship match. Tomohiro Ishii, Tanahashi, and Okada versus Impact. Josh Alexander, Chris Sabin, and Alex Shelley. What a fucking match. That's awesome. That's real. Like, I fucking love shit like this. Like, this is great. This is going to be a great match. Like, Josh Alexander making his new Japan... Uh, making his Japanese debut, sorry. He, of course, competed on Strong. Uh, we haven't seen Motor City Machine Guns back in Japan for a long, long time. Of course, they're fucking one of the best tag teams to ever do it. Like, if this... This six-man tag reign, if they're just going to fucking chat, like face these outrageous teams, like I like take face, facing the dad team. I'm a, I was a fan of that. Um, facing like, you know, the bullshit musketeers and stuff like that because I kind of hate them and TMDK coming up next. Like these are great fucking matches. Like we're long gone are the days of House of Torture just fucking killing us with the six-man titles. This is must-see stuff. Yeah, nobody's stealing these championship belts. Uh, the final of the best of seven series, Master Watto Show to Umino and Yuji Nagata, El Desperado, Renarita, Minoru Suzuki. That will probably be the only of the best of seven series matches I watch. You're right. Uh, Tungaloa versus Chase Owens. Why? See, now I feel the same way about the the, the main event, but you know. I, I think that when I, I'm not as, I don't have as much ill will against House of Torture as you do. One one show we should I should teach you how to be a fiery American and I'll be like a calm British person. I couldn't do it. You don't think you get all excited? I'm, I'm, I'm very I'm very tame. I'm but very if we chill. Practice, if it's like an act, we can act. You know, like you could pretend. You could be like, ah, Shabana lost to Eddie Kingston, and all he does <laughs> is eat cheeseburgers. What the fuck? I, I don't have. I, I don't good. have. I, I, I thought it was a good match, right? All right. <laughs> nice night to be violated. Right? Uh, I don't have that ritual in my belly. I don't have that hate that you have for anyone in wrestling like you have for House of Torture. 
Well, I mean, I don't understand how I'm the only one that sees it or has you're the not, hate. I don't... You're not the only one. I've got I've got a soft spot for House of Torture. Um, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships, Intergalactic Jet Setters, Kevin Knight and Kushta challenging the War Dogs, Drilla Maloney and Clark Connors. This will be their second defense. They um defended the night after they won the tag titles at Independence Day. Um, if you remember, they had the impromptu match against Rocky and Yo, Rocky and Yo, and it was yes. fantastic. Um. Then you got a strong openweight tag team championships. El Fantasma and Hikaleo challenging Gabe Kidd and Alex Coglin. Their first defense. The only reason War Dogs should lose here is if they're winning the IWGP tag team championships. Otherwise, keep the straps on fucking Gabe and Alex, please. Yeah, and I think look, we're getting we're gonna, you know, after this tour, we're going to World Tag League season, so we need to establish some we, we need some teams here right we need to fill out this 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 tournament here matt what's that thing sophie's choice for you here matt sophie's choice you can either watch house of torture evil versus sonata lumberjack match okay. or you can watch another tamatonga versus david finley match not gonna lie to you buddy i would watch tamatonga versus david finley would you really? Oh no! Are you I think this out of your mind. Of course, I, I would. I think this has no redeeming qualities. This match, House of Torture. You you sometimes get some some fun stuff. I see Look, no redeeming yeah. qualities in Finley versus Tamatonga again. It's just you got to. I, I get it. You know, you just got to close the book on this chapter. This close is the deep fucking deep. book on this chapter. This is a fucking longer than the Harry Potter series. Well, I mean, what are you gonna do, fucking? It's so, you got to do something. They fucking murdered Tamatanga. He left on a stretcher. He's got to come back for his vengeance. This is their fourth singles match this year. I thought it was their third. I thought it was a trilogy. This is their fourth. And oh, I no, think it was gotta... someone. I think it was someone on the Super J Cast Discord. They pointed out the fact that like we were high on Tamatonga last year, me and you, Matt. Like yes. G One Climax, Tamatonga making the semifinals, the matches against Jay White, like beating Jay White to make the semifinals. Fucking incredible. Do you know what the problem, like someone pointed out, and it, it, ring, it totally makes a lot of sense. The problem with Tamatonga is, since he turned into a good guy, who has he feuded with? Bullet Club. That's it. He, he can't face the same fucking opponents, the same group forever. And like he got kicked out of Bullet Club like a year and a half ago, two years ago, maybe. Yeah, like yeah, that's a, yeah. No, that's a great point. That ship has sailed, right? Let's give because fucking long time ago. Give him a new fresh coat of paint. Look, just as God, God versus United Empire. What? Just God versus anyone but fucking Bullet Club. I think this is just to establish Finley. That that's fine. Yeah, Finley. Uh, Finley should retain. Tamatonga needs a 100%. big fucking like refresh here. Maybe maybe God has another a run through the, the the tag league. They have a nice yeah, show. I expect it. Yeah, yeah. I def I definitely expect them in. And you can have ALP and Hickler as well. Like you know, um, which they they could be a really fun tag team. I imagine they're going to come up with some really cool stuff to do together. The the, the height of El, uh, Hickler, the the uh, athleticism of Fantasmo, and then last match, not in match order. Uh, with more still to come. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match, a triple threat match. Hiromi Takashi defending against Leo Rush. And Speedball Mike Bailey. Woo! Let's fucking go. Holy shit. You know what I just realized, too? Will Ospreay and Mike Bailey are bound for glory the day before the Copper Box. It's not the day before the Copper Box. Bound for glory is the thir the 13th of October, isn't it? He can't wrestle. No, I think he's doing the tapings after Bound for Glory as well. But he so... can't. Like, the time, like, the flight. If his flight gets cancelled. 
Like that's that's kind of fine. Well, there's no fucking. What's wrong with this Wikipedia? There's a draft for this article. Uh, other stuff though. Speaking of Will Ospreay, I'm again, pretty sure it's that bound for glory, big guy. It is at bound for glory. I just didn't think that was. I, I would. I would just. I'm amazed if it's the night before. Um, especially with time differences and stuff. Uh, but yeah, so look, another another thing we need to talk about with Osprey every fucking week. The man is in making headlines. Uh, in a Tokyo sports interview, he called out Brian Danielson straight up. Said he, there's one man left for Will Osprey, and it's Brian Danielson, and he thinks he will defeat him easily. Uh, so. Again, it's another match that Osprey wants. It's another match from an AEW wrestler. Is it more fuel to the Will Osprey going to AEW fire? Uh, I don't know, but it's the start. It's the start of another dream match. It's the start of I another agree. one that he in there once. Bound for Glory is the twenty first. Ah, so that's a week later. Okay, yes, that sorry. makes sense. Um, but yeah, but Matt Osprey versus Danielson, Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Let's fucking do it, right? Because I was thinking yes, I was thinking yesterday, like, okay, what do we do? Like, what's Osprey do now? He's the UK champion or whatever the fuck he's calling it, the IWGP UK champion. Obviously, he's probably not going to be part of the tag league tournament. No, no. Right. Uh, cha- uh, the champions sell. Uh, I don't think champions are at all anymore, to be honest. So that'll be good. Um, and then like it's Wrestle Kingdom season, right? And we the, the, the Naito story is there. If this is Danielson's final run, like, he's got it. He, I know he wants that Wrestle Kingdom match. And Danielson wants a G1. He has straight up said he wants a G1. He, he's not shy about it. No, um, let's, well, why not put your be a part of the biggest New Japan show and arguably one of the biggest wrestling shows, right? Yeah, he, he he it's inevitable he will go to Japan in some capacity. He's dying to to get over there. He's he he loves wrestling more than any other human on the planet, probably. Um we've got more stuff to talk about. We need to speak about you Umiro being fired from Impact. We uh need to speak about maybe touch on the WWE releases. Is there anyone from there we'd like to see in a new Japan ring? It's always a fun conversation. Uh before we get to more topics though, we got some YouTube comments from our last episode. Uh Scott George has always given us love. I'm sorry, Scott. He said he wishes I didn't bail you out, Matt. But he wishes I didn't bail Matt out by only making him eat bread during the big shows. The bread club masses, bracket Scott, want bread. Uh, he's looking forward to the shows coming up and he hopes Wrestle Kingdom books Danielson versus Okada in a rematch and Osprey versus Omega. I mean, we just said Danielson versus Osprey. Uh, but the, the, the point here is he's dying for the bread. Look, I I mean, if you've seen me, you know I'm not like shy of eating bread. I just have to remember. I literally still have flour in my arm hair from work. Like I just came from work, people. <laughs> bread bread isn't just uh, you know, it's not just a gimmick for Matt, it's a lifestyle. I was making dough. I was making pizza pies, people. Uh Yusuf, as always, um, if we were to predict a team debuting a super junior tag league, who do we really want it to be, Matt? He really wants subculture to be in it. Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. I like that idea. They are cool, they're an impact, they are on the UK scene all the time as well. Um yeah, to put us on the spot a bit, I mean dreaming if I if I get to pick a litter, I want I want Motor City Machine Gun back. Um oh, any yeah. like I'll take that any day of the week. 
Um, I'm trying to think of less obvious teams and nothing spring into mind just because I think you might get because of the impact relationship, you might get Chris Bay and Ace Austin back. Yeah, I expect them to be back. Um, Also, he said, would would either of us be interested in interviewing Driller Maloney uh, on either Wrestle In or the Wizard podcast? Because it would be wild fun. A hundred percent. We'd both take Driller in a heartbeat, man. The dude, like I said, the dude can speak a mile a minute. He's gold dust on the mic. Um, if 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 we could make it happen on Wizards or WrestleWin, we we will, we will. Don't worry. Um, Julian, as always, he's wondering when the bread debuts on the show. He's got a good point. We call ourselves Bread Club. We still haven't had one piece of bread, uh, but we need to consider the freshness of it. Julian's looking out for us, man. I appreciate. I can appreciate that. I can get a nice Italian bread in the morning. Uh, he asked if we'll preview Wrestle Dream uh, to a degree, which we have. Check that box, Julian. Um, what else do we have here from Julian? Who do we see Will Ospreay wrestle at Tokyo Dome? That's a very good question. Who... I already gave my answer. Brian Danielson. What? Yep, no, good point. Matt's got Danielson. I, do you know what? Considering what? it's the UK title, I wouldn't be against Zack Sabre Jr. winning the title at Copperbox. What are you I doing? I don't think... Title? I don't think it happens exactly because it's double champion. But look, if it happens, I'm not going to be upset in the slightest. Right. And then, but yeah, then again, well, then what happens with Osprey at Wrestle Kingdom and it sows further seeds to the AEW thing. And I think Zach winning it takes steam away from the Intercontinental Championship because he's now going to carry on the UK heritage. Why the fuck is he going to necessarily want the Intercontinental oh. title? Um, I don't know who I see Osprey face in the Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, it depends again. If he's on his way out, he's going to lose the belt, I suppose, and he should put over someone from New Japan, right? If he's on his way out, yes. Kota Bushi. <laughs> put, put over young upstart Kota Bushi. <laughs> um, Dunstan Williams saying he has a question for us. Do we think New Japan's B shows should be shorter in terms of matches? All killer, no filler. Uh, it's a good point. The pan- Look, I think if you survive the pandemic shows, the shows are a breeze nowadays. Because those were difficult times. I also think you kind of you could probably skip like the first three matches if you were really yeah. You never have you seldom have to watch an entire show. Yeah, because you kind of know like the back half of the show is where the real stories are unfolding, and if there's something you need to see, you'll hear about it, and you can go back and watch it. But you know they still got to run their shows so these guys can get in the ring and work, and then give something to the crowd. And you got to build a show. Yeah, of course, you've got yeah. to build a show. Look, um, some, some of the throwaway matches are just fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it, it's more for the live crowd. You will enjoy it if you was in the crowd live, getting yeah. to see these people, getting to see them interact. Uh, Antonio, who do we see Okada facing at Wrestle Kingdom? I wonder... Yeah, I think we get a six... I, do we get a six-man title defense? Is Okada still six-man champion at Wrestle Kingdom, do you think? <clears throat> Does Kaito Kiyomiya bring in a crew? Oh, another army coming in to face the Tanahashi Okada issue team. I love that. That is fantasy booking at its finest. Because I, because we're not, we're definitely not done with that Okada Kiyomiya story, right? And they're gonna run that extra Wrestle Kingdom show with them anyway. Yeah, I don't know. It's something that they could just pull back on in years to come as well, though. It's not anything that they're necessarily. I feel like they're just gonna be like, we got a strike while the iron's hot. The iron has died out. It's it's fucking ice cold now. They can. Refamp, they, they can relight that fire whenever the hell they want. Uh, I don't know that happens soon, but I love that another team coming in led by Kiyomiya to try fuck over Okada again. Uh, and Kate, as always, she has asked me, Matt, 
to ask you about pulling pulling the fire alarm at Seton Hall. I never did such a thing. This is <laughs> I didn't. I don't know why. So here's the backstory, Kieran. I went to an independent wrestling show at Seton Hall. Seton Hall is a college here in New Jersey. King Kong Bundy was wrestling. Uh, I yelled at King Kong Bundy. Hey, King Kong Bundy, I heard you have the dick do disease. And he said, what's that? And I said, your stomach sticks out more than your dick do. And he <laughs> threw me out of the show. So I How went outside. And then somebody pulled the fire alarm. I swear on my mother's grave it wasn't me. But the people what? I went to the show with think I did it. I didn't give a flying fuck about this independent wrestling show. So there was no reason for me to pull the fire alarm. But for some ungodly reason, there's this narrative out there that I did it. I've never pulled a fire alarm in my life because I know in in the States here, back in the day when there were those fire alarms, they would have inside there was a gel that would take if you stuck your hand there and pulled it it would get an imprint of your fingerprints because it's illegal oh, to pull a yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. fire alarm so i never in my life even thought about doing it so i don't know why i got blamed for it i was thrown out like three minutes later the fire alarm went off and they vacated the building i have a question how did you have this interaction with king on Pundi? was he making an entrance was he stood up merch how did this interaction no, happen this back it and was, forth a match was going to start it was like a small <laughs> independent show. There might have been like 30 people there, Kieran. Oh, my God. How have you got the bollocks to be doing that? Uh, Kieran, it was it was my... I. There is footage on YouTube. There's definitely footage on YouTube of, uh, of a promotion here in New Jersey from like 1999 uh, of me in the crowd, me and my friends, and we're just... I've been I've been taken outside by uh, an owner of a professional wrestling school um, where he wanted to beat me up. Uh, I had uh, uh, we did something at we did a, went to a wrestling show on the boardwalk where we uh, we made fun of somebody's gimmick to the point where he had to be held back from coming to coming after us. You're like. I'm a product of the ECW. I'm a product yeah. of ECW, right? So I would go to ECW shows where it was kind of like that was the atmosphere. And then I would bring uh, me and my friends would bring that atmosphere to like a rinky dink independent show where they were just not, they were not ready for it. And we were like fucking smart marks and we knew shit. It was not good. This reminds me, you know, I went to that show that talked about last episode. I went to that show in the library. There's these group of dudes that go to see me. Like, if I, I don't go to as much rest, like, I go to my fair share of independent wrestling shows. I'll go to the big rev pro shows and stuff like that. There's this group of dudes, and they're always at every show I go to without fail. They do loads of chants, no matter who's in the ring. They really get invested and stuff like that. Great group of lads. Uh, one of them it can be a bit annoying. To, I don't want to badmouth him too much. He can be a bit more annoying than the others. Uh, but again, a good dude. He's invested. He's trying to get chance going. He's trying to get people invested in the match. Like, if these guys didn't attend the smaller UK independent shows, there would be no noise at these shows. Like, kudos to these gentlemen. At this show, bad wrestler puts good wrestler on the like the hit the lap of this dude that can sometimes be a bit annoying. To me, my own opinion. He chops the good the, the good dude on like you know we've seen it all a million times. Wrestler puts wrestler on top of fan. Chops the, the wrestler. Wrestler falls off, and then the heel 
pulled his fist back as if he was going to chop the dude and the dude shit himself. He flinched so fucking badly. I pissed my pants laughing. <laughs> he shit himself because he, he prides himself, obviously, on like the chance he can get the crowd involved in and their smart chance and stuff. And just for that split second, he forgot, you know, he was like wrestling's real for a split second because he shit himself that he was going to get chopped by a mountain of a man. And it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I was that. I was that guy. <laughs> um, we've done huge comments. We've got two more topics, I think. First one, I, I'm saving Yuya Umura to the end. I'm excited to talk about Yuya Umura. Uh, tons of WWE releases. Look, it sucks. It's shit. Uh, but for, as a fan, you know, I, we we want them all to land on their feet. We all want them to get jobs. No one. Sh- it's not fun being unemployed. As fans, you fantasy book a little bit. It's natural. It's a bit of fun. Is there anyone from the WWE releases, Matt, that you would like to see pop up in New Japan in some shape or form? Uh, Mustafa Ali. Yeah, people are dying for him in Best of Super Juniors, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think the I think the ninety day no compete runs ends at the beginning of December. I, I don't know if I can know. Um, but I I think like him in the him as a junior like would 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 be such a such a breath of fresh air and i think bring eyes bring bring, bring oh a lot of eyes. And, and come on Hiromu and him him and despy him Would, and fucking Master Wado, like what is your opinion on dolph ziggler in new japan <laughs> no i love dolph ziggler once upon a time man i fucking love that man yeah i just i i grant i've not watched WWE in a long time when i went to wrestlemania 28 he was the rest i was most excited to see and meet and everything like I was Dolph Ziggler's biggest fan, but you know I've not watched WWE in years. Yeah, that was th- think about that. That was thirteen years ago. Fuck off, man. Is that WrestleMania forty-one? Uh, twenty twelve. All right, twelve years ago. Yeah, twenty twelve. Yeah, Jesus Christ, man. Right. So that it, it, him being released was just crazy to me. That's yeah, one but name I like... just never expected. He is. He is in the exact. He was in the exact same position twelve years ago as he is now, right? I, I yeah. yeah like I, I don't, I don't watch the WWE product either. Look, he's been there forever. I don't know if he fits the in Japan. I just don't know if he fits. That's the most WWE talk you're probably ever going to get on Bread Club. <laughs> probably, so, yeah. Moving swiftly on, uh, last I, topic. I don't know if he fits. Uh, people, some people are high on Riddle. Look, uh, I fucking adored Riddle when he was on the independent scene. He was a big part of the UK scene. Uh, He always had the time of day. He'd remember you. You'd go up to him. You'd say hello. uh, High as a kite and chill as hell. Um, When he, you know, I remember being at a Red Pro show and seeing him speaking to Tiger Hattori. uh, And plus the rumors that, you know, he was going to be going to New Japan potentially. um, When he was an independent wrestler and Tiger Hattori at the time was the liaison for foreign talent. Uh, of course, you end up in WWE, but look, by all accounts, lots of reports, some like not, there's nothing, there's not a lot of good about Matt Riddle as a human being, it seems. So let's keep that, those people out of wrestling as best we can. Uh, I love the yeah. man as a wrestler from back on the Indies, but yeah, he's obviously not a good human being. So I'm not, I don't want to see that. It doesn't seem like, uh, seems like he could use a little, little help in his life. Yeah. He's trying to find the list of people that got released. I know another one is uh, worth mentioning quickly. Shelton Benjamin, like oh member, yeah, member of Suzuki Goon, uh, wrestled in New Japan before. He's done a G1 Climax. Uh, you know his face like the likes of Shibata. He um, was a big part of Noah when Suzuki Goon invaded Noah and stuff. Um, 
I think he would be a good addition to New Japan for sure. Um, but yeah, there's no one that's left WWE that I'm like, oh yeah, New Japan, please, please, please. Like, I'd be cool seeing Mustafa Ali. I'm not against it all. Uh, but there's no one that I'm dying to see jump make the jump over to Japan for New Japan. Like, right? Yeah, uh, I think I think you'll see Matt Riddle in Noah. Yeah, like he would fit in a Noah for sure if New Japan aren't willing to touch him because of his history. Um, and like again, I think Shelton Benjamin in Noah fucking would be great. Um, but I've saved the best topic for last, Matt. Let's let's talk. Unfortunately, oh no, my heart breaks. Mister Yuya Uemura is being fired. From Impact Wrestling. Oh, I can't believe the poor guy. He's not going to have a job, Matt. He's been fired. Oh, poor you, Umura. Is this the uh, is this the extent of your anger? I am so angry that you, Umura, will be unemployed and probably heading back to New Japan. So, so very angry. Um, well, excursion is over, sir. The like, by well, I've been told. By numerous wrestlers that Yuya loved being in America. Uh, some said like so as far as like he didn't even want to come. He he's never wanted to go back to Japan. He loves it so much over in America. Uh, I think that comes across in the the style of wrestling he's been the stuff he's been doing with Impact, the goofiness of the Joya stuff with Joe Hendry, the say his name and he'll appear and he jumps into frame, um, and the the dancing the oh like. Him and Joe Hendry, I I don't watch Impact, but the clips I've seen, they're delightful. Is Yuya and Joe Hendry a World Tag League tag team? I if if oh I want it, but it doesn't work for what I want for Yuya's future. Okay. If if Yuya wasn't a New Japan Young Lion and wrestler, if they were just doing this cool thing in Impact and he was an Impact wrestler, all for it. But Yuya needs a change of pace once he comes back to New Japan, I think. This is the guy I would put all the chips on being the new ace. You can have your showroom rows, your Yotasujis, your Renderitas. Like when these guys four were the young lions scrapping and fighting each other all the time, he was my pick for the future of New Japan. He is the top of the pecking order for me. So he's your guy. Where he's got fired from impact uh feast or fired he got the fired briefcase so he's on his way back to japan how does he fit into new japan like where do you want to see him that's that's the question that's like how do you fantasy book you umura right now um because you've got this whole free ray were three musketeers rivaling everything um i i don't know that it happens instantly like i don't know it happens at rio goku and destruction uh, often you'll see there be a bit of a gap between the excursion finishing and the wrestler making their return, so we can kind of forget about them and then they return. It's like oh shit, like you is here, like suddenly, and because he's fresh in the mind, of course, at the moment. Um, look, if I, I, I've, I this this isn't what I expect to happen, but one stupid idea. I don't think they should do this by any means. Is he confronts Naito at the end of Wrestle Kingdom? Let Naito have his fucking moment. Let Naito have the roll call and all that stuff. Do it backstage even or at New Year's Dash. Actually, I don't want Naito's roll call ruined in any way, shape, or form. Let that man walk up the ramp safely. Please. I, yeah. I also, like, I don't know. Does does Do you want to end Wrestle Kingdom with him and Yuya in the ring? I'm just thinking, that's how they ended Wrestle Kingdom once upon a time for Okada and Tanahashi. Like, when Okada... Tanahashi, though. Yeah, but this is the, 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 the Okada was not the Okada. Like this was right, the Okada yeah. with the, the goofy buck teeth. Like came back at the same time from Excursion Yoshihashi. They had their return matches both at Wrestle Kingdom. 
Okada picks up the win and then suddenly he's challenging Tanahashi and it was the most ridiculous thing ever and fucking Gato told us all to shut the fuck up and he knows what he's doing. Um, yeah, I don't know how you book Yuya here. Like, he, I, here we go. We, Will Ospreay versus Yuya at Wrestle Kingdom. Yuya gets the belt. If, if, if Will Ospreay's leaving. If Will Ospreay's leaving. All right. It'll be interesting. Is he... I mean, you you don't think so, but, you know, is it, it, does he end up a lumberjack? Yeah, I mean, he could, like, I don't, again, I don't know. Yeah, where does he, where would you fit him in a group again? Like, just five guys would work, but then that immediate means he's second fiddle to Sonata, because Sonata's the champ. Um. Yeah, I don't know, but look, Gato's got a good track record. New Japan have a good track record of nailing it with these young line returns. Um, look at what they've done. You know, shows are coming up, historic crossover, attacking uh, Will Ospreay, Yota Suji coming out, challenging Sonada, uh, Jay White when he made his return, confronting Hiroshi Tanahashi, uh, Hiromu having the fucking most incredible return from Excursion and winning the belt straight away. Like, he, Gato what knows you, what he's um... doing what do you th- so here's a better here's a better question for you what do you think his gimmick's going to be because maybe we don't get his appearance at uh ryu goku but maybe we start to see the vignettes because they're big on the vignettes like the little videos yeah they are i could see that a tease of him at ryu goku for sure they like to do their teasers for multiple weeks if not months don't they um yeah, yeah i don't know this this it's the thing i'm so excited for because i think he has all the potential in the world so how does he like how does he just tap into that? How does he show that? What's the character? What's the gimmick? What's the music? What's the moves? What's everything? Because um, right. yeah, I just think he, the, the, he. I just think he's so special. Um, how how would you book Yuuma's return? It's a difficult really, question uh, in the current New Japan climate because so much has changed. The, yeah, and here's the thing, right? He is. We're putting. There's so much you put so much stock stock in these young lions, right? So you don't want to you want him to come back, but you don't want to rush it. You need to find the yeah. right time, the right place, and and he has to fit. Otherwise, it, it could be a complete fucking disaster. I got it. I got it. All right, you ready? You ready? The scoop. Here's the scoop. Zack Saber Junior. Title match, and he wins. And so Zack Saber Junior. Reign. He wins a title that's not too big. But it's got importance, and he ends a reign that's been incredible in Zack Saber Jr. First start of the Musketeers, yeah, then, right? first start of the Musketeers to win a singles title. Let's go. And then you get, and then Zack just goes up to the world heavyweight title division. And then then Zack wins the world heavyweight championship. Will Ospreay stays with New Japan, and fucking I'm a happy boy. There we go. Solved it. You're that's welcome, we Gato. Sub, what? So just, no. just donate a few quid to the Patreon, Gato. You're welcome. Yes, please do that. Uh, before we wrap up, there's just one piece. I just have the Twitter open over here and just one piece of news because um, you mentioned Jay White and Switchblade. It looks like Sammy Callahan's done with Impact on October 1st. Yeah, I don't need him involved in New Japan. I'm good. Nothing. No, no interest at all. He was with New Japan. Or he wasn't with New Japan. He worked like a World Tag League or something like that with Juice Robinson years ago. Yes. And he was doing a gimmick where he would kiss people and it got over badly. And I think that's why he didn't come back to Japan. Like, I could be chatting shit here. I feel like, as silly as it sounds, he kissed the wrong person. Like, he done it and someone was like, no, this is bullshit. Fuck off. Oh, really? I, I could be totally chatting out my ass, totally misremembering something. But he done a thing where he was kissing his opponents. 
Um, and yeah, he done like one tour and new channel. Like, no, we're good. See you later. Interesting. All right. All right. Yeah. I dig it though. I dig it. I just want to bring that. I saw that come across here. So yeah, no, um, that up. you know, it's, look, it's, I, I know he's, um, him and Moxley have a tag team, like the switch blades or something like, is that a thing for tag league? Moxley and who? Sammy. Oh, Sammy and Moxley have a tag team. All right. Okay. Sorry. Um, I actually like, I, I wonder like World Tag League. I don't think we get a, an established team that we would like in World Tag League. We're not going to get, I don't think you get an FTR. You don't get an Aussie Open or something like that. I think you get an AEW or Ring of Honor uh, representatives. Like who's the people changing uh, Adam Cole and MJF? The Righteous? The Righteous. Like My like, buddy I Vincent. Think, I think you get a team like that, you know, or fucking like maybe the, the gut. Maybe the yeah, the kingdom or the guns. Like I wouldn't even I don't even know the guns. I feel like they're maybe even too big. It's gonna be people that aren't no, you're not I, I feel like whoever if there's anyone from World Tag League in AEW, uh, if there's anyone from AEW that's gonna be in World Tag League, it's not a name that's gonna make people very excited. I think it's just gonna be like, Oh, it's cool, there's an AEW team. Yeah. But well, Tag League's way away to get. We gotta get through Super Junior yeah. Tag League first. Let's see. Maybe we'll get I don't think we're getting AEW representative from Super Junior Tag League. Um, but yeah, this has been a good episode of Bread Club. We fit so much in, but it's been a long one. Yes, yes, it has been. Uh remember to check us out. We're over on Fightful Overbook, FightfulOverbook.com, Fightful.com. If you are not subscribed or following, please do so. When you watch this video, down there in the corner, you're gonna click the thumbs up button. You're going to click the subscribe button and then you're going to leave a comment because we always try and get to the comments. You love us. You hate us. Just drop something in there. We like the love, though. You know, don't don't be too cruel. Don't hurt our feelings. Uh, you're going to want to follow Kieran on Twitter at Kieran RH 93. We talked about the uh, wrestle in at wrestle uh, I double N on the Twitter machine. The Patreon's fantastic. The Jeff Cobb interview. I'm going to listen to it uh, when I finish. Um, this show and I'm processing it and I'm going to catch up on that and find out who the run in is. And uh, I think Kieran does an unbelievable job uh, with his interviews because he researches uh, the interviewee and uh, he crushes it and wrestling's doing amazing I things. Think- if you're not part of their Patreon. You need to do it because I'm getting multiple Patreon shows a week. You get them often, you get them early before the normal people do it. And it's just like a couple pounds. Right, and then when, when I get my way, Matt will be coming on for a new uh, a Patreon exclusive show as well. We've got to arrange that. Um, one thing I want to say: look, this is the reason why I like listening to Wizards podcast with interview guys as well, because the wrestling talk is always fun and it's insightful and everything. But the wrestlers really come out of their box and their shell when you talk about not wrestling stuff. That's the shit where they start. In, you can have laugh and you can have a banter, and that's the enjoyment. And the Jeff Cobb interview is very much two halves of that. Like he's a very insightful talking about the Shingo Takagi match and how he felt following that and who he wants to face from AEW. But these are questions they get asked often. I started speaking to Jeff Cobb about Pokemon and the dude had stories galore for me. I bet. Like he, we started speaking about just not wrestling race stuff and he opened up and he, not that he hadn't opened up before, he just opened up even more and it was a delight and you could see that he was actually having a good time. And that's why I think Wizards do better than most anyone, quite frankly. That you're gonna get the wrestling stuff. You're gonna get that that stuff you gotta hear. You want to hear who who do you want to face from AEW? You know what about this match? What about this story? But then they get into the goofy bollocks, and then you know you're you're gonna be laughing your head off. Goofy bollocks, I love it. There you go, new catchphrase. That get that on the show. It. Goofy bollocks. Don't forget to order goofy bollocks October first, Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> goofy bollocks versus dragon bollocks. 
uh, at Wizards Podcast is where I'm at every Monday night. We're live. We're having a good time. Kieran says, you know, you got to listen to Kieran. Remember, he's the brains of this operation. I just show up. I press a couple buttons. He's the all-powerful, knowledgeable Kieran. I am the crazy lunatic who hates the House of Torture. <laughs> and it but works. Together, it works seamlessly. Together, we are the bread club. And look, man, they were busting my balls about your wedding uh, at Grand Slam while we were in the parking lot. Yes. So, I, <laughs> so I sent I sent you that message. And also because we were uh, trying to find out if Will Ospreay was in New York. Yeah, no, no, he, he, he wasn't. We know that now. Yes, now we know that. Yeah. Well, you told me that, too. And then I was like, why don't you invite me to your wedding? And you're like, I didn't think you would come. I'll send you an invite if you want. I was like, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Just <laughs> like, make, them send you, make them send you an invite. And I'm like, stop it, you fucking heathens. They know I would have as well. I would just uh, never expect anyone to travel far for my wedding, especially not from fucking New Jersey. New Jersey? Uh, if, yeah, that's where I'm from. New Jersey. Yeah. Thank God. I was, well, I, I, I was very concerned. Then. East Coast in the house. Well, Kieran, this has been a blast. I'm glad we got to get this in. Congratulations on the new job. I'm glad that we uh, we got to get together and do this. And in two weeks when we get back together or uh, two and a half weeks, whenever, whenever you're back from your holiday. We'll have I mean, there's maybe. Maybe you can tell me all about the main event of uh, Destruction in Ryugoku. I will tell you all about the main event of Destruction in Ryugoku. We'll talk Wrestle Dream. We'll talk about the whole Destruction in Ryugoku show. Uh, hopefully we'll have the full Royal Quest card announced and we'll preview that. And this is New Japan, guys. The Super Junior Tag League brackets might be announced by then. And there's oh, yes. no doubt there's no doubt going to be other stuff announced by then. But in the interim, you can check out at Wrestle in Wrestle IWN and you can check out at Wizards Podcast for to hear me more from me and Matt in the interim. And yeah, we'll be back with Bread Club in two and a bit weeks. Two and a bit weeks? Two and a little bit weeks. Two and a few. What's that look like on the calendar? Two, two, two and a couple of loaves. Well, yeah, we should start talking about time in in like bread. I can't imagine how. Like we'll be back in two two Italian rolls. <laughs> two uh, Italian loaves. I'm trying to think of the bread they offer in Subway, and I can't think of any now. Like a like a rosemary. Have you heard that there's a joke in Community, like where they're speaking to someone from Subway, and he's like, "What do you call your unit of bread? Breads?" And they like all get stumped. What it would be called? What would it be called? Exactly, it's just called bread. Bread, like a pallet. Oh, I guess so. Hashtag bread. Yeah, but life. you don't be like you're never like. Love, give me give me those breads. Yeah, exactly. Let me get a piece of bread. Give me two pieces of bread. Yeah. There's no breads. We're not the breads club. We're the bread club. That's true. And we'll be back in a couple weeks. Enjoy your new Japan. Remember, Fightful Overbooked. Leave a comment. Leave a review. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Enjoy your wrestling. Enjoy it. Don't be miserable. Enjoy it.